Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 229, Sawtober, episode one. This podcast wants what to play a game. <laughs> I was trying to do it in the Jason voice. Was, I don't have a manly voice, okay? That was not what that sounded like. What did it sound like? <laughs> It was truly scary. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) This podcast wants to play a game. Hi, listeners. You don't know me. I can't tell you what it sounds like because it's so inappropriate. (laughs) Hi, listeners. You don't know me, but I know you and I want to play a game with you. I got kind of an accent to it, too. Oh my god. Apparently my manly voice is a little British. <laughs> and not the southern British, but the real British. Hi. Welcome to Sawtober. I'm so excited we're finally here. Welcome to Sawtober, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for what should be a really interesting month. Yeah. Courage is so pumped. Chaos yeah. is excited too. Shut up. You're gonna love it. <laughs> You don't let me do hostile, so this is as close to hostile as I can get. This is as close to hostile as you will ever get, yes. sad. But true. But I'm so excited because it's a whole month of Saw movies. We are dedicated to do every single Saw movie this month. That's right, listeners. We are so dedicated to this podcast that we are actually going to do every single Saw movie that exists in this month. Don't sound so excited. I am you so sound, excited. You sound like I I tied you to a chair and made you watch them. Well, kind of you did. There was no rope involved. Just zip ties. There were, you could have broken those. I did learn how to do that. But, you know, it's a lot different when you don't have Velcro shoes on. That's true. Very true. Yeah. Very, very true. So what's going on? We got a lot to talk about. You had COVID. I did. It was my turn. Finally. I had it three times. It's about time you fucking got it. Jesus. Hey, don't say that. It was miserable. I know, but I'm tired of taking one for the team over and over again. (laughs) Just because I go places and see people and you stay in your little corner, you know, just insane. Yes, I am a hermit. You are. I am. It's very true. I am a hermit. I'm not ashamed of it. You don't have customers coming to your office going, here, let me give you my credit card. God, I hate people so much. They're disgusting, disgusting specimens of... I love animals. Humans are the worst animals, though. I don't like them. What about when they try to lick your ice cream cone? I don't like that. I don't have a lot of humans doing that to me. No, I meant animals. Oh, oh <laughs> Depends on the animal. Sometimes I'll eat after an animal. If, if it's, it's your cat. cat. <laughs> if it was him, I would eat after him. He would often, um, we would often share an Arby's roast beef and cheddar. I would be eating on one end and he'd come up and eat on the other end. No. <laughs> we had a sick relationship. Shut up. <laughs> I, I spoiled him way too much. He loved his beef and cheddars. You're not the only you're not the only person I know of who I've known who will eat after their pets though. So It's like a fucking kid. Like how many parents do that? Be like, oh, she wiped her nose on it, I'll still eat it. Whatever. Or you know what I mean? Like different though. Like you have the same bacteria in your mouth as a human. Like you're talking about a cat. A cat has totally different bacteria in his mouth. Oh, I'm aware. Yeah, you should be aware. But now Therefore, because I've been traumatized and bitten by one 
I now have super cat powers, so I'm immune. Oh, you've got immunity I've got now. Immunity. Oh, okay. I I'm see. like Catwoman, but not as cool or as awesome. Yeah, I just have immunity. Oh, okay. So. You're like real life Catwoman. Yes, you're, like, you're you're not that impressive. No, not impressive. <laughs> I'm the opposite of impressive. Completely. You're like if Catwoman was an insurance agent. <laughs> and lame. Uh, well, speaking of cats, though, do you not have a new family member? Okay, yes. We have a new family member with us, Jonesy. Aww. Jonesy just came in the house this week. She's been living on the porch while we get her make get her checked out and make sure that she's safe to come around our other kitties. So now we have a third audience member for the show well many audience members because you know we've got non our third cat audience member. our third cat audience member because she's a tortoiseshell cat we should probably say that yes she is a tortoiseshell cat i did not mention that so you bought the cat and a house came with it is that how that worked or is it the other way around <laughs> um that was the most expensive cat in the history <laughs> of the universe but yes that's exactly how that happened love it um we bought a cat and it came with a house which <laughs> Really, considering how expensive the cat was, I really think it should have come with the house. Yeah, I think so, so too. I mean, and a boat, yeah. probably, as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, for sure. I think cats, in general, should just come with parting gifts. <laughs> yeah, just... Like dowries? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. When you adopt a cat, you, I am you get gifts. I am owed so much money from the Humane Society, let's put it that way. They should give you gifts when you adopt. Instead of you Maybe. paying for them, you yeah. pay, they pay you. They pay Be you. Be like, here, we got you this necklace for this cat. It's great. <laughs> I was thinking the cat would come with her own cat toys, maybe, or something like that. Oh, no, I'm thinking big time dowry, like a car. You're, just, you're like, they should give me a car for adopting a cat. Here's a Chevy Tahoe. Enjoy your mutt. <laughs> Just kidding. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, we should probably get to Stoptober. Do you want to tell them who we are and what we're doing? We'll just hop right into this bitch. Okay. That sounds great. <laughs> Don't give me that fakeness because I will punch you out. Hey, I'm trying to get with it here. This computer screen cannot hold me back. That's between <laughs> us right now. We have a barrier. We, we have a barrier. My computer monitor is. It's not going to hold me back. <laughs> <laughs> so I can keep an eye on our levels. <laughs> Which, if you listen to this podcast, you're probably like, somebody does that? I don't... When does <laughs> that happen? I have no idea. But like I told Cass, I cannot be contained. Because apparently my levels go up and down. They do. My excitement can't be contained. Yeah, and when you whisper, that really drives me crazy. What are you talking about? I'm not whispering. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what drives you crazy. I'm going to do it, so... No, the audience can't hear it. That's why it drives That's me crazy. Fine. All right. Well... Let's hop into it. Okay, let's do it. What do we do? We are the Mostly Podcast tonight. Mostly. Wow. We are two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the flicks um, because that's how we decided to do it. And every, uh, mm, I don't know, my train of thought is derailed. Where are you going with that one? Every, Every other day in the world, the plane, no. I'm using autocorrect nope. to fill in. <laughs> what, you got autocorrect in your brain? I've got autocorrect in my brain. Godzilla yes. swiped at monkeys and they fell into Grand Canyon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your brain's autocorrect. It's fine. It's, everything's fine. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> this is fine. Everything's fine. Um, we have friendship goals. Hashtag friendship goals. Our friendship lives in the hashtag Mariana's Trench of Hate, where we MM 
MMA style fight. Stop clicking on the mic. Oh, sorry. I didn't know you could hear that. Style fight. <laughs> trying to track your when cats. When we don't see eye to eye on movies. Yes, that's Penelope is now in the room with us. Um, and, uh, yeah, because we have our own octagon and everything down there. It's pretty, pretty rad. Down there, our humane society, you get dowries with your animals you adopt. I'm just saying. That's right. We're the bougie humane society down there. A new diamond necklace with every Persian cat. I I want to be bougie when I grow up. You want to be bougie when you grow up? Either bougie or basic, one of the two. I feel like basic's bougie without money. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm pretty basic. Like, like I'm like, I'm like trad goth goes basic. Like, that's that's how I am. Love it. Yeah, for sure. Because I have no money, but I can buy black clothes. So therefore, yeah. it works. Oh. It fucking works. Well, to start Sawtober off, we started with, of course, Saw. <laughs> no kidding. This is gonna be the only one we do by itself. We are gonna lump the other ones together in multi episodes like we did for Halloween Tober. What the hell was that called? Halloween the hell was Halloween our Halloween festival called? Halloween Fest? I don't know, guys. It was a couple months ago or years ago rather. When we did all the it, Halloween movies. It was um yeah, that's why I think it was, it was four just years called ago. Halloween a Palooza. Was it Halloween a Palooza? Yes, it was. You were right, Halloween a Palooza. So, okay. <clears throat> so just like Halloween Palooza, King of Palooza, this is going to stand on its own because we feel like the first Saw movie can stand on its own. Yeah, originally it that's what it was going to do was stand on its own, and then because I made so much fucking money, they green and lighted sequels and sequels, and they just got shitty after that. But um, the next ones will be grouped together as best as possible. It's kind of hard because some of the stories interweave, and then they don't make any sense at all. And there's a lot of plot holes, and who gives a fuck? It's all about the show. So. so what we're going to do is just real simple. I I don't know as much as Ca- Carnage does about like what happens where as far as like the sequels go. We're just going to do them in order. Yeah. So that makes the most sense. So we're going to do two and three together, four and five together, six and seven together, and then Saw and um, Spiral. Spiral. Uh, Saw and Spiral. No, Jigsaw and Spiral, <laughs> spiral. together. We knew what you meant. It's cool. Yeah. That's how we're going to end it. So, yeah. so start, we start off with Saw. It was in 2004. Got an R rating, of course. I'm sure they all will. Um, it was an hour and 43 minutes long, and it got a 7.6 on the IMDb scale. What do you have for the tomato meter? Just out of curiosity. Oh, so glad that you asked, because the tomato meter is sitting at a green splotch at a 50%. Critics' consensus, Saw ensnares audiences with a deceptively clever plot and a myriad of memorable nasty set pieces, but its lofty ambitions are undercut by a nihilistic streak that feels more mean than profound. Audience score much higher, admittedly, at 84%. So I have to ask, which do you agree with, the critics or the audience? Audience. I, well, <laughs> here's why. Because you didn't give a consensus for the audience, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this off before we really get into it. So this was um, uh, uh, James Wan and um, uh, Lee Wanall, who were both, Lee Wanall was in the, James Wan directed it, but they, it was their first, they wanted to do a movie after film school. They graduated film school together, wanted to do a movie, but only had the budget for like, a one room set. Right. So <clears throat> this was the kind of their idea behind it was, Hey, we can get away. And they did the short of saw in the bathroom scene. So they were able to do that. And how they end eventually when they got greenlit, they were able to do it in a one warehouse and set design each 
part of the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it that way, that it's, I mean, it's they're two new to the scene filmmakers. Yep. For their first project ever, I'm pretty impressed. Hmm. Um, it's a different concept. It does develop more over the as the like you learn more as the the movies do go on. Mm-hmm. It does get more convoluted as the movies go on, but you do learn more. You don't learn as there's exposition mm-hmm. in this one, but there's more exposition out the butthole in the next couple. Okay, there was a ton of exposition in this. One. I know, but there's even more. So, um, like I said, it gets convoluted. So for their 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 freshman project, it was fantastic this is actually rated as uk's highest grossing horror movie i think it was as of like 2010 mm-hmm. so i mean like i just said I'm, i I just think it's a pretty impressive freshman role for them do i appreciate the 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 sequels not as much these guys didn't have as much to do with it either mm-hmm. i mean it's an, as their as for their first outing i appreciate it as a horror movie why what do you think oh i'm with the critics it, all but... the way <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I was just like, yes, that is exactly what I am thinking, critics. Thank you. We never agree anyway, so I'm not surprised. No, we never agree anyway. I I love this movie. It is so hilariously bad that it makes me laugh. In the wrong spots, too, let me tell you. I didn't, we didn't do this in the movie theater because we <laughs> would have been kicked out. <laughs> like, there's a death scene and chaos is giggling. Yeah. Like the guys in Razor Wire and Chaos is giggling. It's not appropriate, Chaos. So. I think it's very appropriate. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So for that, I think it has some merit um, as far as uh, entertainment value. But did this movie need to be made? No, I don't think so. But we'll get into that. I, I You know, I... I think it, the guys needed a jumping off point. From I mean, you, you go for school for something, and you want to have something to show for it. You know what I mean? I keep thinking is like, because um, we used to do NaNoWriMo. Yeah. And I would do the script part of it. I know I think you guys did novels, but I usually did the script part. I'm like, if I wanted, you know, if I had a movie that was out, that was like coming out, like I would want it to be as, as big as what they came out with. I mean, and it's something kind of like an, it's um, <clears throat> Jigsaw. As a villain, because you'll find in the Saw movies, there's more than just Jigsaw as a villain. There's a lot of fucking villains in these series. I it, Like I said, it gets convoluted because um, he has apprentices. Mm-hmm. Jigsaw as a villain, um, as an original villain on his own, is an interesting theory. Like, he wants people to appreciate life. That's so dumb. But he only does it when he's dying. Like, he didn't appreciate his own life. So it's just kind of, it's, it's something that you haven't seen before, though, either, really, a whole lot. Yes, I've seen this before. What, what movies? What, what, what movies? What movies? I'm asking you, what movies have you seen? I don't know. I've just seen this before. Okay. It's not the first time I've seen it. I think it's a dumb concept. Uh, you know what? I don't want to use that word. I, I think it's an unintelligent concept. <laughs> you are so mean tonight. You're just cranky. It is. I'm sorry. I thought that I thought that when I first saw this movie, I just thought like, wow, this is such a the concept is just so it does not inspire me. I am not impressed. This does not make me think, oh my gosh, this makes me think, 
wow, what about this? This is so interesting. Like, no, I'm sorry. None of that happened for me. I was just like, you know what? This is, I am not, I'm not surprised. I'm not impressed. I knew five minutes in what the ending was going to be. It did not do anything for me. Have you ever heard the Shania Twain song that don't impress me much? She wrote it about you. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> I thought she wrote it about Brad Pitt. No, he's in it, but I'm just saying. Like, she has you in mind, because nothing impresses you much. <laughs> no, that's not true. That is true. That is not true. Um, and I'm, I'm going to say this, too. I don't love, love this movie, because I see its first flaws, too. It drags. Oh, my God, it drags. And you know I can't stand a draggy. You know what I mean? I know. Um, but there are parts I appreciate, so yeah. mm-hmm. maybe we should get into it a little more. Let's talk about it okay. more. Should we do casting? Yeah, let's talk right about now? the cast. Because this is, we're already like 20 minutes in. <laughs> well, plus it's got two, char- two actors I really like in this movie, too. Yeah. Which you probably know who they are. Oh, can you guess who the actors I like are? Well, Carrie Ellis. Of course. Fuck yeah. And three, three actors, I'm sorry. Um, that Shania girl. Or Shawnee you mean girl. Shawnee, Shawnee Smith. Smith. Yes, that's another one. Shawnee Smith. Can you guess the third? Uh, let me look at the cast list, and then I might be able to. Danny Glover. Nope. He's a good guy. Not one of my favorites. Really? Okay. Um, I really like Ken Loon. Yeah, he's cool too. Um, not him though. You're never gonna guess it. She's barely in this movie. Okay. It's Monica Parter. It? Monica Mo- Parter. Monica Parter Allison? Yeah. Oh. I like her from other stuff like Last House on the Left. Connor. Was she the mom in that? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's start at the beginning though. Sorry. <clears throat> okay, so <clears throat> excuse me. I might do that a little bit because my throat's it's the covid it's not it's allergies <laughs> the ragweed is really bad today um anyway mm-hmm. carrie ellis was dr gordon uh from the princess bride glory men in tights and of course we loved him in psych yeah. that's one of our favorite leigh wannell lee wannell was adam like i said he was one of the writers of this movie he's been in the insidious movies the by man he was actually in one of the movies we reviewed earlier rays in a very oh, okay. small bit part, but yeah, he was in that. Oh, do I remember Ray's? Um, it was the one with Zoe Bell as the feature or fight club, the woman's fight club. With oh, Zoe Bell. okay. It yeah. It was years ago we did that. Yeah, no, I remember that. Uh, Danny Glover was Detective Tap. Uh, Lethal Weapon movies, of course. 2012 and Dreamgirls. <laughs> and that horrible gone fishing movie with Joe Pesci that maybe five people saw. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that movie. I didn't see it, but I remember I it. It so, looks so bad. Um, Ken Leung was Detective Singh. He was in old Star Wars The Force Awakenings, Awakens and Lost. And he was in, um, I know him from Rush Hour. He was in Rush Hour. Was he in Rush Hour? He was in Rush oh, Hour. Oh, okay, cool. He was blonde in Rush Hour, but he was there. Oh, I love that guy. I didn't know yeah. that was him. I'm That's pretty fun. sure it's him. Okay. It didn't come up in his thing, but that's cool if it was. Oh, maybe it's not him then. <laughs> I thought it was him. That's problematic. <laughs> All right, I'll cut that out. Hold on, let me take a no, no, yeah, let me take a look first. When was Rush Hour? Do you remember what year it was? No. It was before Saw. Oh yeah. I'm looking. Nineteen ninety eight. He was it. Okay, he wasn't Rush Hour. It was gonna, him. It was All right, sick. cool. I okay. feel better. <laughs> Because I'm like, I swear that's him. Like, 
then I felt really bad for a minute but I'm like I like that I was able to make you feel really bad for a second oh thank you you're welcome (laughs) but I was like no I fucking know who that is okay Dina Meyer was Carrie. Uh, she was in Star Trek Troopers, Johnny Mnemonic, Star Trek Nemesis. And I'm sure you're asking why I've even put her in here because she was in there two minutes. She's important later. Okay. Yeah. Michael Emerson was Zepp. He was from Lost, Person of Interest, and Glimpse. Hmm, never seen him in anything before. Oh, he was big in Lost. Well, yeah. I didn't watch Lost. Oh, okay. Uh, Shawnee Smith was Amanda. She was in The Blob, Christmas vs. the Walters, and we loved her in Becker. She in was amazing. Becker. I used to watch Becker all the time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Me, too. Um, Monica Potter was Allison. She was in Conair at Last House on the Left, and along came a spider. And uh, Tobin Bell was Jigsaw. Oh, I love him in The Firm and Mississippi Burning, and he was also in Creep Show. Oh, okay. I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. He played in the 80s. He was like big at playing the bad guy. You know, he was a big oh, bad really? guy. Oh, yeah. Like, like the heavy. Like the silent muscle one oh. that would chase after you all i can think of him is ch- him chasing after tom cruise in the firm so why does tom cruise run in all his movies because he can <laughs> wait is there a joke here yes, this is a joke. what's the joke i don't know why he's running away from the, the uh, all the gay thoughts oh, you can't catch me gay thoughts <laughs> it's horrible that is a horrible joke <laughs> oh okay uh, do you want a little summary? Yes, I would love one of your famous five-second summaries. Uh, two men get kidnapped, chained up in a bathroom, and things go awry. Very, very awry. Was that five seconds, or was that more than five seconds? I think that was five I seconds. I got ragged on last time. My, my five-second summaries are more than five seconds, so I got ragged on. Ragged. Well, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> you were here for it. You didn't <laughs> I defend know me. All right. I said nothing. So our main players, our two main players are Dr. Gordon and Adam. And they wake up in this bathtub. Oh, no. Adam wakes up in a bathtub, um, a full bathtub. And they're both in this dilapidated bathroom with a dead body, supposedly dead body. We're going to spoil this. It's not a dead body. Oh, you shouldn't spoil it that soon. (sighs) Not well, it's too it late. It was spoiled for me because I knew it was going to happen. And then at the end, it was totally like not a thing. But I feel like anyone who watches this has seen the movie. Well, hopefully. So, hopefully you've all seen the movie because Carnage just spoiled it in the first spoilers five ahead. Yeah, but there's a time and a place. We, you you got to be <laughs> responsible with your spoilers. I am responsible. You are not, not responsible. Your idea of spoilers is just immediately right out of the gate. By the way, this is the ending. I hope you want to sit through the rest of the movie because we already told you how it ends. Have you ever seen Usual Suspects? No. It was Kevin Spacey. <laughs> he was Kaiser Sose. <laughs> there. Spoil that. <laughs> Spoil that shit for you. That <laughs> hurt. I don't even know what that was. Whatever, it caught, that was a it caught me right at my, my uh, fingernail. It was so funny. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they're in this dilapidated bathroom, chained to pipes. Yes. Um, dead body, quote unquote, in the middle of the room with um, uh, one of those mini recorders, tape recorders, and in one, one hand, hand, and a gun in the other. Yeah. Blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. Love Looks it. like he's got a big head wound. 
Mother face down wound. on the floor in a pool of blood. Yeah. And it starts. And they don't know where they're at. They don't remember anything because love amnesia. Yep. So I need to take a sip to wet my whistle. Um, we come to find out, though, because I'm just going to not do the whole summary thing, but we come to find out that because um, they find, you know, little clues that finally find these little tapes that they play that it's Jigsaw. Yes. Jigsaw has captured them. And through flashbacks, you see um, Detective Tap, Detective Singh, and Detective Carey investigating these crimes that Jigsaw's done. Where What Jigsaw does is people that don't appreciate their life. Like one was a drug addict, one tried to commit suicide, one did something else. I don't remember what it was, but he puts them in these traps to make them appreciate life. And if they really want to appreciate their life, they'll get out. I have a problem with this. Yeah. All the traps are supposed to be winnable some way. Right. I don't know how the fucking razor wire one was. Yeah. At all. Like, Jig- like Jigsaw makes a point, and this is this is going later in the movies, that his traps have to be winnable. Mm-hmm. There's a way that they're winnable. There's always a way you can get out. It might be a yes. horrible way that, that will scar you forever. Right. But technically, there's a way you can get out of it if you're psycho enough. Which... Or desperate enough. Like Amanda was, where she killed a man and opened up his stomach, took the key out to take the reverse bear trap off. Right. She Which, wasn't I psycho. Love that fucking she was trap. just desperate. Right. Um, and she was the drug addict. But here's the question for that, though. She, Jigsaw lied and said it was a dead man. Right. How was the dead man, like the dead man, supposed to get out of that? He was drugged. Right. There was no way she was not going to kill him because he couldn't say anything. He couldn't stop her except with his eyes blinking. I mean, how is that... How is that a winnable trap either for that man? Or was he just cannon fodder? Right. Well, how, well, like you said before, too, how was the razor wire trap yeah, winnable? I, I don't know how that one was winnable. They don't go through. Later, they'll go through. Well, if you done it this way, you could have done this and you could have all lit. You know what I mean? Like they, they go through them. Yeah. This one, they didn't go through. I don't know how that was like. Unless you maybe slowed down and he panicked. That's the only thing I can think of. So I'd have to look at my saw trivia, which I haven't yet, and I should have before this, but there has to be a way for that to want to be winnable trap because Jigsaw is very big on that. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, see, that's another problem with these movies is that they, they create their own rules for their universe and then they don't stick to them. And that's something that drives me crazy every single time. Yeah, no, it's true. It is. Because, um, and, and it just like it's like losing the game before you even get started. Like Adams, how the fuck was he going to get out when he pulled the plug? Like anyone would panic. His, the key was on his chest. He pulled the plug out of the tub because he panicked because he was underwater. He's, yeah, he's, he was underwater. So he sat up and when he did, it pulled the plug to drain the tub and the key went down the drain. Which any rational person would be. Would be, so he was lost before he even started. Right. Because how is he going to get it out from the drain? Right. He can't. And he couldn't saw off his own foot because his hacksaw apparently wasn't as His hacksaw powerful. broke. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't nowhere near as powerful as Gordon's, which is another point I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about later. So they each get these, these saws and they start sawing on their chains, right? Mm-hmm. Or, we're back to Gordon and Adam. Start sawing on these chains to try to get out when Gordon realizes... It's a softer foot. Yeah, right. Now, Gordon's been sawing on this chain for a while. Wouldn't that have made it so dull he couldn't have sawed his foot off? 
See, that's what kept going through my mind, too, was like, he's just dulling that blade like crazy. How is he going to saw his own foot off if the blade is completely dull? Right. I don't get it. Because he would be sawing on that much stronger metal mm-hmm. would cause the metal of the saw to degrade. Right. So, yeah. It'd be so you'd have like a flat. Yeah. Uh, a flat, oh, it wouldn't even be a sharp edge anymore. Yeah. Anyway, the only reason Gordon knows who Jigsaw is is because Jigsaw tried to frame him. Yeah. <laughs> he stole his pen light and left him in at one of the crime scenes. And the Sing and Trap try to bring him in. Right. But he's got an alibi. Which he's stepping one of his interns. Yeah. Because he's a straight up guy. Stand up dude. Stand up dude. He didn't cheat on his wife. It's like, dude, yes you did, okay? You went all you went to the place, you did everything but the nasty, you cheated on her, okay? Whether it's like emotionally or physically, like it's the same thing. It's the same thing. You yeah. cheated on her. Which is Jigsaw's reasoning for taking him because he doesn't appreciate what he has with his child and his his wife. So that's his reasoning behind taking him. Yeah. Because he was taken in. He sees Amanda Shawnee Smith's testimony because she was the only one to survive mm-hmm. with that reverse bear trap because she's a badass. Yeah. And maybe a little psycho, which we find out later. Psycho. Anyway. So that's how he... So he tells all this exposition of who Jigsaw is. We see it through flashbacks. Um... We see his wife and child get kidnapped after he leaves the house that night to go see his intern, who he doesn't strip. Who he doesn't strip, yes. Um, we yeah, he gets kidnapped. They get, they get tied up by Zep. Yeah. So Zep is an orderly at the hospital. John is a patient at the hospital with inoperable brain cancer. Brain cancer. He's our jigsaw. He. We think he has recruited Zep. Yeah. To do his bidding. We later find out otherwise because reasons that I shouldn't spoil. Well, you're not going to spoil that. You spoiled, <laughs> you spoiled the bad guy in the first five seconds. Okay. So that was his trap. Zep was, we don't know the entirety of what the, the oh, his slow acting poison. Slow acting poison. Supposedly yeah. Jigsaw gave him a slow acting poison. And if he didn't kill, if he didn't follow through with what he was supposed to do, he would die from it. Not get the antidote from John. Right. Anyway, this reminds me of a real life thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we've ever spoken about it on the podcast before. It's really it's a really interesting case. Um, but there was a woman there was like a, a group of conspirators um, and they have you heard of the collar bomb plot? No, this woman, she she and another man they designed and built this collar bomb i've seen one and then they had this third guy who thought he was in on it with them but they actually um used him like as like like he thought it was like gonna be a fake collar bomb oh okay but it was a real collar bomb and they gave him all these set of things that he had to do in order to get the key to get it off of him before it exploded Mm -hmm. but it turned out when the police read these instructions there was absolutely no way he could have done it all in time yeah they intended to kill him basically but he thought at first he thought it was fake and then he found out it was real after it was already on him and so then he thought well all he had to do was finish the mission that he planned with his cohorts and he'd be okay but no the bomb went off 
and uh, the poor guy died. Law and Order did one of those. They did a reenactment of it. Did they? That was one of their taken from real headlines. Yeah, because I remember seeing that. So, yeah, that's fun for them. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's all a trap. It's all one big trap for everyone. Yeah. It's, all, it's a trap for Zep. It's a trap for Adam, the guy who's been taking pictures of Lawrence, the doctor. For. 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 No, he's been taking pictures for the former detective's. Um, oh, that's right. Tap or whatever his name is. Tap, yes. Is it Tap? Tap or Trap? Trap. Tap? Tap. Name. I think it's T A P P. Yeah, I think it is too. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he was taking pictures for detect the former detective Tap. Oh yeah, because he still thought it was Doctor Gordy, even though he had an alibi. He still thought it was him. Yeah, he like got he got discharged from the police, but he's still trying to solve the case, and he still thinks that it's the doctor, even though the doctor had an alibi. Yeah. And I do like this scene, so we should talk about why he got discharged from. They they show it in one of the flashbacks where. They, he's watching the tape from Amanda's crime scene and he realizes where the warehouse is. So he and Singo, and they actually locate Jigsaw's lair, I'll call it. It's a yeah. workshop where he tests out his things. And he actually has a victim there mm-hmm. um, that he's workshopping. <laughs> Which by then, he'd already killed people. How did he not know the tranquilizer wasn't long enough? I mean, come on. I, yeah, really? That was a plot hole. I know. Come on now. Um, but they catch him in the act and... Um, he jigsaw trips it so as um sings trying to get it to stop like with all these keys and he finally shoots these like it's two power drills that are going to go in the guy's head Mm -hmm. it's kind of a cool contraption i'm just gonna say that you know for my future use um but (laughs) just kidding (laughs) that look like yeah we're used to it sing finally shoots him out and tap gets distracted and Jigsaw has like this knife where he cuts him shallowly across the neck. Mm-hmm. I don't think he intended to kill him, just distract him, obviously. <clears throat> so he's distracted with his neck bleeding, and Singh goes after Jigsaw, only to get shot by a, a trap in the warehouse with four shotguns that shoot. He trips a tripwire, and four shotguns blow his, you know, blow him away. Blow him away, yes. Completely. And so therefore, him into pieces. Yes. Oh yeah. And therefore, tap can't work anymore. He's kicked off the force. Basically. He he he. Uh, well, that and they say he has like a breakdown after that happens oh, yeah. too. Which, if you see his apartment, fucking psycho. Yeah, he's just got like jigsaw articles all over the walls, and he's practically got. I don't know if I saw a string board, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was one somewhere. His apartment reminded me of like a. A conspiracy flat earthers apartment probably looks like yeah right yeah or that one what was that movie we just saw uh with the aliens dark skies that dark guy's skies, apartment that guy's apartment yeah, yeah. um so yeah he's got adam hired for that and that's why jigsaw takes adam well plus he's very apathetic towards life and very angry yeah whatever he's like i had a my i had an ex-girlfriend feminist vegan punk who said i was too angry and it's like okay well then i guess you were dude i mean i don't know what you i'm want sorry me to adam's say. a whiny bitch and i'm glad he got taken and killed <laughs> i'm just gonna put it that way because adam was a whiny bitch the whole time he was fucking annoyed me and he doesn't cooperate like dr gordon tries to cooperate with everything he sees like um 
Adam hides pictures that were in Dr. Gordon's wallet meant for Dr. Gordon. Well, of course he does, because Dr. Gordon's objective in this quote unquote game is to kill Adam. But Adam doesn't know that, though. Adam does know that. Because he hears when he um, plays yeah, the tape, he hears that they that 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 Jigsaw says your aim in this game is that's to right, kill Adam. Right. He knows that he's supposed to die if if you know so that Doctor Gordon can live, and he doesn't want to die. So yeah, of course he's not Do you cooperative. Think he's such a whiny bitch that Jigsaw wanted him to die. Probably, probably. Okay, he's got angus. Oh, no. I don't a whiny bitch. Which Doctor Gordon still helps him. He pretends to the poison in my blood he tries to put the cigarettes in the blood to poison adam which is just kind of fun because there's no poison in that blood right i mean it's the cancer he's talking about even though he tricks him and says there's other ways other than a gun to kill someone yeah because he wants them to play dead so he can electrify him i mean it's all like a game to him i mean that's a fun kind of game be like ha ha i'm gonna trick them so he thinks he's poisoning him but he's really not yeah. I'm an electric. You know, it doesn't matter. He doesn't give him the poison cigarette no. anyway. Because Dr. Gordon's a good man. Really? Well, he's goodish. Goodish. He's not a bad person. I mean, he has flaws, but he's not evil. Like, I don't know. Like, I like Dexter better. Dexter killed evil people. Yeah, he did kill really outright, outright evil people. <laughs> Dexter was far superior killer. And more agile. Let's just say he didn't have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so, he didn't have to rely on others for that one. Uh, <laughs> so let's just shit to the end. Um, shit to the end. Shit, I like it. I, I just shit out the mo- the middle of the movie and we can move past <laughs> it now. So Allison gets the jump on Zep. Yep. And But the gun goes off. Tap, who's fucking stalking them, hears it runs in they have a shootout where this is kind of funny because like he's following him in his car it's just like car montage where he's following <laughs> in a car. Yeah. it looks like something out of like the 80s like a horrible like chasing it does and um so allison gets away or diana diana the kid gets away um and tra- tap and uh, zap have like the shootout in the uh in the tunnels underneath i guess it is mm-hmm. it's supposed to be Gordon hears the shootout, so he shoots Adam. Yeah, because he thinks his wife and his daughter are being killed or or are in mortal danger when actually they got away. And they try to kill him. I mean, they try to call him. Oh, whoops. They try to call him, but he can't get to the phone, and he's convinced that they're dead. Mm -hmm. So he he saws his own foot Mm -hmm. off. With the hacksaw, which the dull hacksaw, um, he shoots Adam in the shoulder, and then he's like, "Look, I did it! I did it!" And Zep comes in, and he's like, "It doesn't matter the the you. It doesn't matter that you did it. Did, you didn't do it in, within time, so I still have to kill you." And he's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Cause there are the rules." And and the the yeah, and it for for um, trying to get a picture of your cat. Sorry, oh. I don't want to show my mom. Um, for Zep's rules, if he doesn't kill Allison and Gordon's still alive, he's got to kill Gordon. Right. But Adam gets a jump on him with the back of the toilet seat. Yeah, and just beats him to death. It's pretty great. It is pretty great. Um, Lawrence gets the fuck out, says he'll come back for help, he promises. Mm-hmm. 
Do you think, and then Jigsaw comes in. Well, okay, doesn't come in. The guy on the floor that they thought was dead stands up and it's Jigsaw and he pulls the the grossness off of his face and he's just like, you failed. Real props to Tobin Bell, though. That was him the whole time. Yeah. The only time they ever used the dummy was that charred body. That's the only time they used the dummy in this whole thing. So, I mean, can you imagine sitting, like laying fucking stone still in that ickiness for like probably hours on end. Ugh. Can you imagine that shit? Yuck. Oh, what not? And they, they didn't have rehearsals for this movie. No. They did not rehearse this movie. They just like the footage you're seeing is their rehearsal basically. Right. Like, and they, I find no continuity issues with how he lays. Like it's not like, Oh, his foot was going that way. I mean, it's no, you know, so I give him props for that. Um, yeah, and then he says, game over, in, like, the Mortal Kombat voice. And yeah, I expect, yeah, I like, someone to come out and say, finish him! Yeah. But they don't. And Sub-Zero comes out yes! with his uh, finishing move and freezes, and then, fatality! <laughs> you remember Babetality, when they changed him into babies? Yes! <laughs> I love Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! Can we do that movie for this? I mean, it's kind of hoary. Mortal Kombat. People die, right? <laughs> anyway, so end movie. People did die. Let's do it. Oh yes. my gosh, I love Mortal Kombat. I do too. Okay, so yes. So he shuts the door. He he shuts the lights off, closes the door, and leaves Adam there to and his rot, fate's unknown basically. until the next a couple of movies. Yeah, you find him again later. Oh, okay. Don't, don't we haven't gone to those movies yet don't right, spoil no, movies we haven't talked about them. yet okay i think everyone that was in this movie comes back well that's still a spoiler no they don't i'm sorry not everyone a lot of people come back so it's kind of cool if you say so it is shut up mock me um I like the pig mask that scares the shit out of me when it comes from out of like a closet or whatnot or out of like nowhere. Oh, yeah. Where someone just attacks you with a pig mask. I don't know why it just frightens me. I was just like, oh, Miss Piggy really went That downhill. is a scary fucking Miss Piggy. Shut up. <laughs> and Billy. <laughs> I love the I puppet of. they made with uh, James Wan made that puppets of Billy mm-hmm. and the uh, the robotics to do his jaw and his um, those are black uh, ping pong balls and his cheeks. I mean, like, I don't know. It just kind of it's creepy. It's like Sam from Trick or Treat creepy, you know? Kind of oh, cute, Sam's but creepy. So cute. I know, but he's also creepy too. Like, you know what I mean? It's cute, yeah. But creepy. Yeah, no, creepy, cute. Um, yep. But they actually got that, that robotics to work, which is kind of cool. So, yep. Um, and I do like later traps. The traps on this one, I mean, that's going to be a common theme. I'm going to ask you, do you, did you, any of the traps that you did like? Um, I like the reverse bear trap. Mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of cool. Yeah, it's okay. Especially, like, when she gets up and that's when the timer starts. Like, if she just yeah. sat her ass down. Yeah, she doesn't realize that when she jumps out of the chair, it pulls a pin out and the timer starts. Like fucking the name. timer didn't start until she got up. And she's like, oh, shit. Um, trivia. I kind of peppered in trivia as we went. Um, 
There's more. I mean, it's not anything exciting. The, the ones I find interesting are like, um, a lot of them was like, oh, it took them three days to shoot this. You know, their only time on set was three days. Danny Glover did all of his scenes in two days. I mean, there's there's some here and there, but it's not really it that was, interesting. It took 18 days to film the whole thing. The whole thing, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it made four times its budget. Yep. Oh, and they greenlit the sequel and the they, weekend it came out. Right. I knew yep. that. I think I said that one already. Um, I did love that... Uh, to be underwater, Lee Wanall had a, um, a staff member stand on his stomach to keep him underwater for the oh. opening scene. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, that's kind of unnecessary. Oh, I can see that. <laughs> it's hard to keep your two buoyant. It's hard to keep yourself down. True. That's true. Um, do you want to do fan fiction next or rate next? Um, we usually rate first, don't okay. we? Okay. So do you want me to rate or do you want to rate? It's your... Well, it is Sawtober. It's not really a turn. I'll go because I, you know, Sawtober was my idea, so. Oh, okay. (laughs) I (laughs) was. You were like, yeah. Um, It's not my favorite of the movies. Oh, my God. Seriously? It's hard for me. Like, I enjoy it, but I don't watch it that often. Like, I've seen it maybe five or six times in the last how long has it been out like 16 years i mean it's i just read something that was like yeah the first one's the best out of the series they get true they get like exponentially ter- more terrible as the series goes on okay so well it depends i'm on- just surprised that you don't like the first one the best it, it depends on how i'm rating am i rating it on <sighs> if i'm rating it on content alone and story then yes this is the best if i'm rating it on gore and horrifyingness, this is not the best to me. It gets, the traps get better as it goes on. I know you're rolling your eyes and you could fuck right the fuck off because that's the whole point of these movies after this movie is the traps. I know. And that's why I'm not looking forward to them because honestly, I did not find the traps very interesting either. Not in this one. So, um, but for content and story, yes, this would be the best one. Which is really just making me dread this coming month. I'm going to give it a 6.732 just to move along because otherwise you're just going to dread everything. And I'm going to say I owned the whole series. And this one I've probably seen the most out of all of them. So You don't own the whole series. You haven't seen them all. I own everything but Spiral, even though I haven't seen them all. See, you haven't seen, you don't have them all. <laughs> the fuck is your fucking rating you fucking asshole fuck um my rating is a five i think it gets a five for um comedy and that's about it all right well there are 219 fan fictions and i'm only gonna do fan fiction for probably this one and maybe spiral because they're all under the saw yeah makes sense yeah um but you got some great ones here these are 219 crossovers it's not straight fan fiction and it's crossed with harry potter sonic the hedgehog dark knight <laughs> avengers pokemon my little pony ncis sherlock i want to see Doctor a reverse Who. bear trap on a my little pony that would be great i'm gonna look at that one next um i carly oh. penguins of madagascar glee hmm um frozen jigsaw's a gleek simpsons Knew it. scooby-doo oh, family guy oh family guy naturally. a lot of anime i don't know uh seinfeld 
<laughs> we might have to look at that one. Hannibal, Spyro the Dragon, oh. Lion King, Scrubs, <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks, a Grand Theft Auto, House MD, uh, Grey's Anatomy, High School Musical. Some of these are Big Bang Theory, The Hunger Games, The Incredible Hulk, Castle. Oh my God, Archer. Archer. <laughs> um, and let's let's end it with Zootopia. There's many men. Oh, Mr. Peabody Insurance, pretty great too. Oh my gosh. What was that one? Oh, I was gonna. I'm gonna read the Seinfeld one for us. Okay. Okay. A very stupid story. Okay, they admit it. Jesus. Oh. A very stupid story in which the puppet puppet master behind Billy torments his first victim, Jerry Seinfeld. It's a humor and parody. Okay, good. I appreciate that one. Does he, while he's like tied up in his reverse bear trap, is he like, what's the deal with 2% milk? <laughs> um, the My Little Pony is not humor. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, My Little Ponies go on to adventure and go into games. They go in cartoon games and awesome games and TV games. The and there's going to be Call of Duty. Yeah. What? People are fucked. Seriously. Oh my god. I don't understand uh, people. The city of Ponyville befalls to a deadly game of life and death. This is why I'm a hermit. What? This is why I'm a hermit. This is why you're a hermit. There's like uh, three uh, My Little Ponies. Jeez. There's three My Little Pony fan fictions that are under mature. Oh no. So I don't even know how many mature ones there are. No. Yes. Let's read the Seinfeld one just for Fucking shits and giggles. Oh, god damn it. Hold on. It's called Sawfeld. Oh, no, I'm not reading it. It's a thousand words long. That's not that much. It's too much for me to read for this podcast. Okay. If it was like 100, I'd read it. Yeah, he's tied to his bed. Oh, it was getting porny. Okay. No, just kidding. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> Billy the puppet has designs on Seinfeld. Gross. Ew. Um, should we pimp and get out? I have sure. Oh, I have something to pimp. Okay. I have something to pimp to tell you about. And um, I have something to share with you all, which I am going to put on our Instagram once this episode airs. I have a friend. Yep. I do have a friend. Um, she designs... Horror Fans Heaven. It is a sweats horror-inspired clothing what? line. You want to try that again? Yeah. It is D Collection, it's called. Um, the Facebook is D-E-E Collection Co. D Collection, it's called. It's I'm one of a kind. I'm still confused as to what this is. I'm, I'm going to explain. One of a kind handmade clothing. A lot of it is horror. I'm going to show you right now. Like It's got different horror sweatpants and stuff. Like, oh, I see. Okay, there's pants. it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she does different designs like that. Chucky. Chucky. Very popular. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas, Scream. Well, if she makes Silence of the Lambs. For Halloween, I'm in. Yeah, she makes them all year round. Pennywise. No, no, I meant the, the franchise Halloween. Oh, yeah, she does. Um, I'd have to find it, but I've seen it because I've... Oh, here it is. Halloween. Michael Myers. Nice. It's it's actually kind of interesting because it looks like a, um, the Edward Munch scream. Uh-huh. But with Michael Myers and a pumpkin. So it's pretty great. 
So um, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna post about it, but it's pretty cool because a lot of it's horror related uh, material. And um, yeah, I think it's pretty fantastic. So she does this whole shop out of her house. So and she's doing really great. The website opens Fridays at seven, and she usually sells out in a couple hours. So, but okay. I will post it on the uh, the Insta. Supporting horror, other horror fans. Sounds like great. That. That's awesome. What? What? I said that's awesome. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jeez. Well, we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Morbidly Beautiful is your place for all things horror, and they have a great podcast network, which you should totally check out because you might find a show that you like almost as much as ours. Wouldn't that be cool? Would be. We are on all the social medias at Podcast at Night. We have a Facebook, a Facebook group, an Instagram, and a Twitter. Um, we mostly interact with people in the Facebook group and the Instagram, though. Uh, what else? We have a merch store. If you'd like to support us uh, with some cash, we've got that'll be linked in the show notes. And if you don't have any cash, but you'd still like to support us, what really would help us out the most is a review wherever you listen, because that always gets us new ears on the show, which we really appreciate. And it takes like five seconds to do a review. So, you know, uh, please and thank you. We really appreciate it. Only time Chaos has ever said either the words please or thank you. So come on, take it seriously. Fuck you. I am polite as fuck. (laughs) So that's it from me, Chaos. I just want to say thanks for listening and stay bloodthirsty, friends. Good night from Carnage. And as always, we are from the front of a live studio audience of dowry giving cats. Come for your Chevy Tahoe and your diamond necklace. (laughs) 